on this Thursday afternoon. And newly released staff numbers show that the government's conservation and climate department has been devastated with a more than 40% cut under Premier Brian Pallister's government. Our next guest is none too happy with that news. Eric Rader from the Wilderness Committee is joining us. Good afternoon, Eric. Yeah, thank you for having me on. Appreciate you taking the time. So th- these numbers are absolutely astounding. Talk to us a little bit about them. Yeah, the numbers came out on Tuesday afternoon, the Manitoba Civil Service Commission's annual report. And we had been uh, assembling numbers about funding and services in provincial parks and the amount of parks and protected areas to be released. And then suddenly these numbers uh down from 941 full-time equivalent staff members in 2016, uh, down to 544 in the 2020 report. And that is just, I mean, that's horrifying to think of the way that, you know, nature and wilderness, our parks, our our wildlife are being cared for in the province. Well, one of the issues, and I spoke to you earlier this morning about this, which is near and dear to my heart, is the lack of conservation officers we have in this province. And this has been a trend, not just with the Conservative government. This goes back to the NDP as well, where we have declining numbers of conservation officers in this province. And the ones that we do have are stretched to the limit. Yeah, I mean, this is something about the parks uh, report. The last time we did one was in 2007. So the numbers I was actually pulling are from 2006 to 2020, talking about funding cuts, talking about services that just aren't there. And But this one specific one about the, the staffing cut of more than 40%, that one was huge, and that's just in the last four years. Now, my, my experience this summer, as, as always, I'm out in the woods, I'm out in different campgrounds and I speak to the staff and really you know the staff aren't the ones that they're in a really bad position here because if they've lost 40 percent of their staff well the province hasn't gotten any smaller their campgrounds aren't less you know we don't have less campgrounds to deal with they still have to do all of this work but they're going to be stretched way thinner yeah, and and the problem is it doesn't encourage staff to stay when they're run ragged and uh, in, in having conversations like you have had uh, with many staff. Uh, what does the Wilderness Committee want to do? Obviously, increase staffing, but it's more than that. Yeah, there's a you know, fourfold thing, and the report and the data that I was putting out on our website, wildernesscommittee.org, was about you know why we have parks. You know, it's for health, it's for recreational trails, it's for biodiversity crisis so we have a a few different things comes down to the four places we need um, more staffing and more funding for those staffing that's one piece of it we need more parks and more services Um, you know those are the the big pieces of what we really need uh, in terms of parks it's it's not just you know it's not just recreation and campgrounds although we definitely need more of those but nature is the thing that like makes things really livable for us in Manitoba Manitobans have always loved nature and protected areas they're behind this being a parks province but we're not going in that direction and we're not having conversations about going in that direction all the scientists are telling us that that's what we have to do we have to have more nature around us and that's what we want to see we want to see an understanding that funding our parks and protected areas is going to lower our health care costs and boost our own individual health like those are really direct links that we need to talk about and I really think that Manitobans support that and don't support a 40% cut in staff. 
Well, and Eric, you know, sadly, uh, it took almost a pandemic <laughs> for, for many to realize uh, how much they missed that connection to nature. But boy, oh boy, did we see how many Manitobans going out and exploring this summer in particular. Yeah, that was a really, the first one for me was the May long weekend. Uh, and I was out in Nopaming Park doing uh, research on the ground about mining in our parks. But the campground, the uh, parking lot for the Rabbit River and the parking lot for Seagram Lake, those are two main canoe routes in Nopaming Park. They were both overflowing. And then, you know, go all through the summer, of course, the stories were, you know, a friend from my son's school, they went, uh, got a bit out of their comfort zone and they bought a, a bowler and they camped around the province a bit where they'd usually just gone to a cabin before. Another friend who's a uh, principal at a school, she's very afraid of bears, but she, uh, her son and her partner, they decided to get into backcountry camping and they walked me into the woods and having a blast. And these people who are beginning to enjoy nature and the things that, you know, maybe us bush folk already enjoy, those people after the pandemic gives us, you know, freedom to do other sorts of recreation. Those people aren't going to go away. This is, you know, this isn't just a one-off movement because of the pandemic. People love nature. People love being out there. But our parks, you know, they're they're not expanding. We don't have more resource, uh, you know, resources for the parks. We don't have more recreational trails. We don't have new campgrounds. But all of those things, Manitobans would support and are really good for our health. And have you talked to anybody uh, in government about this at all, Eric? Well, no. The, I mean, uh, we really try not to speak to. Uh, I speak to conservation officers, but none of this is their responsibility. So I, you know, I kind of sympathize with them. I hear their stories. I just sort of file them all when I have an opportunity to speak to the um, elected officials. You know, in this case, the conservation minister, the conservation and climate minister hasn't reached out to us in the year that she's been in power. I I saw something that just came up on Twitter an hour ago where she put out a congratulations to the fact that it's Conservation Officers Day and it just stuns me to think that they've cut 40% of the staff and the ones that are left, they get a tweet saying, hey, yay, good work for you guys. That's just, I mean, it's it's insulting is what it is. Uh, well, I guess kind of be calling it gaslighting, really, saying, oh, we love all this stuff, except you're cutting all of their resources. Well, and it's heartbreaking because, uh, you know, I, like you, uh, have spent uh, a lot of time with conservation officers in this province. And to say that they are stretched thin is an understatement. Eric, good to talk to you. And I encourage people to head to the website. Uh, what, what's the address again? Yeah, wildernesscommittee.org, and we've actually just put up a letter writing tool. It gives people an opportunity to reach the elected officials, you know, the premier and the minister and some of the opposition leaders. You tell them what you feel about parks, uh, you know, in your own words, and and hopefully we'll see a reversal of these cuts and real commitments. I mean, next week we have a throne speech, and the premier could tell us that, yeah, we get it. Let's be a parks province. Eric Rader from uh, the Wilderness Committee. It is 2.27 and we'll take a break. When we come back, time for a little counseling with Carolyn Clausen next on 680 CJOB. I lost 